Have you ever had a near-death experience? Or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience. Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story. Welcome to the NDE World Podcast, where we explore the magical, mystical, and spiritual world of near-death experiences. And now, Ashton Lewis and Daphne Lin. And welcome back to the NDE World Podcast. I am your host, Ashton Lewis, and my lovely co-host with me is Miss Daphne Lynn. Hello, Daphne. How are you today? <laughs> Good morning. How are you? I am super duper... Fantabulousus. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. It's really a really it. cool adjective that you can add to it. Yeah. 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 And Stack we them. should be that way every day, no yeah. matter what we be going through. That's right. That's right. You know, pain yeah, just because I'm in a good pain. mood all the time doesn't mean I don't have issues and you know exactly, and, and problems yeah. or or just every day. All of us do. You know, we all, we deal with it. But how are you going to react to the things that happen to you in life? You know, or that's the beauty in it. You have the choice to choose what mood you're going to be in, what frame of mind you're going to be in. Absolutely, it's your, all it's your choice. Choice. Free will. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about choice while we're on that subject. Um, and for those of you who are new out here, don't forget to go to nde.world for more information about who we are and what we do. And we, we'd love to have you as a guest. If um, you know, go to the website and it tells you all the different things we do. And uh, if you see something on there that you're interested in uh, on the website, just uh, contact us and um, we'll make it happen. Yeah, sounds good. We're looking forward to it. I mean, we've got some uh, scheduling uh, we've got coming up soon and looking very forward to that. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I can't wait. So let's get back to the subject at hand real quick. And Free. Then we'll, and then we'll get into the actual, uh, huh? Free will. <laughs> free will. Yeah, choice. Choice and free yeah. will. Yeah. Um, free will is your gift. It's who you are. It's what you have. It's what makes you you. Choice is what you do with that free will. Exactly. Okay, now we can look at choice as, you know, every day we have basic choices. And now you, let, let, let's, let's just, I'm going to hypothetical, throw it out there for you just for a hypothetical second. Okay, hypothetically speaking, let's say when you wake up first thing in the morning, you have a choice on whether or not you either want to wake up and get out of bed or like uh, push that alarm clock turn it off and go back to bed okay that's that's a choice believe it or not simple it is yeah simple, simple minor choices it's a simple yeah once you get up you know you, you decide that you got up and get up you know you then you where you're going to go you know you can have a choice on what you're going to have for breakfast let's say for example do you want I don't know, oatmeal, or do you want cereal, or do you want, you know, bacon, eggs, whatever. You and have. you want pizza or spaghetti. I mean, what you got left over in the fridge. I mean, it just doesn't exactly. matter. It's choice. And those are those are just basic everyday choices that, you know, that, that, that really have a lot of um, really cause and effect kind of uh, elements to it. Now, let's get a little bit deeper on choices. Now, however, there are choices that we make in our everyday life that really affects us on the spiritual level. Uh, choices mm. like... How do you treat other people? You know, yes. how much do you love others? How do you show that love? How, how are you there for others? And how are you 
part of that team of humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a choice. And you've got a choice on whether or not you want to hurt someone. It's a choice. Yes, it is. You've got a choice on whether or not you, know, you want to harm someone or you want to love someone. You want to do, you know, these are all choices on a, a deeper spiritual uh, level. And these choices, the reason why I'm bringing that up are, are, are the things that stick with us and the things that we carry over into that next the, life. that next realm and things like that. Yeah, that's really connected to like, say, like the life reviews or you know, exactly. what people call judgment and things like that. Although from what our understanding, there is no judgment on the other side. No, you basically judge yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. so these choices, you know, I just want to emphasize real quick, and we're not going to dwell on it much. It just popped up in my head, and then we're going to get on with our today's clip on the on the episode. But you know, it's just um, just your everyday choices. What kind of you know what color socks you're going to wear, or what kind of shoes, or what kind of uh, yeah, exactly. clothes. That's just basic everyday choices. You know, what How do you, you want to wear eat? Your what hair? Are you going to do? Absolutely, I mean, yeah. Those don't really have a lot of impact. No, in the afterlife is what I'm trying to say. So, but there are choices that we make throughout the day, throughout our lives, um, on how do we treat others, how do we treat ourselves. Yeah, that's something I'm even working on. You know, we have to treat ourselves. I've got adjustments I can make in my life as well. You know, so just um, you know, how how do you treat yourself? How do you treat others? Right, we have to treat ourselves with respect as well as others, because it starts with self. It does. Self-responsibility. So that free choice is really given to you for experience of the most positive, happy, joyful life that you can experience to take back to that other side. Absolutely. And always think about this, guys, all of you out there listening. When it comes to self, there's two categories when it comes to self. You're going to fall under one. You're either a less or... You are a, um, a uh, an ish, you know. You're called an an you know an ish or a less. <laughs> so what that means is you are either selfish, which means you're you're more. It's not that you don't love because you can love. Everybody loves, but the point is is you're more concerned about yourself, your issues, your world, your job, your things. Your da da da. It's it's it, your your life pretty much revolves around you so you would be more of a selfish person the other one is less a selfless person would be a person who lives for others you know who, who does things for others who just that's what they live for they that purpose is to to be a selfless person yes. so so when it comes to uh, the self <laughs> it's either predominantly you're you're really both i'm not going to say you are selfless Selfless, right, or yeah. you are everything is contextual, it's within context, of course. But right, both sides, your, your predominant character what is your predominant character, and, and what, are, what are your predominant choices you make daily? Exactly, exactly. and always keep in mind on how they, they're going to affect you and uh come back on you in, in the long run. You know, that's that you um, have to be your ju- the judge of. Of the things that you've done in your lifetime. Absolutely. And, you know, I've done many things that I know I'm just, I'm remorseful now on this side of the things that I've done. You know, I've had to ask for forgiveness of others. I've had to forgive myself. And we have to let go of the things we've done and, and start 
replacing those bad things that we've done in our life with the more positive. If you've been selfish, be more selfless. You know, just saying hi, how are you doing to somebody could change their world. You just don't know the impact that you're going to have on that little statement because so many of us walk around. I work in the public, so I see it daily. So many people walk walk around and do not even look you in the eye anymore. They don't even acknowledge you. You can go to your local grocery store yeah. or Walmart so, or something. So we're caught up in our own own worlds you're now. You're literally walking past everybody, and they just it's like you're not even there. It's just exactly. ghost town, it's zombie a world town. of zombies. Yes, exactly. So when, when you can look somebody in the eye and smile and just say, hey, how are you? That is a reflection that of can, a spirit. Exactly. You can brighten someone's day beyond what you can even imagine. They may be having the worst day of their life, and that simple statement changed their life, kept them from committing suicide or something. We just don't know the impact that we're going to have on others. Most people don't even realize the impact of what a smile alone could do, Daphne. Yeah, and even a little smirk, a little quick grin. Hey, you know, the light up in the eyes, That's when the eyes are the window to the soul. That's right. And, and you so, still see it out there. You, you, you still see people. You know, I, I love it when I, when I look at someone and they give me that smile or that eye, that look, and that, that eye. That's a spirit-to-spirit yeah. connection, and we exactly. all should do that. Yes. But, yeah, with, with the, like, government mandates and these things, like with these, I don't even want to go down the COVID trail, but, you know, all, all of this stuff like that. And it's really affected our social interaction with each other. It's, it's, I it, think it, 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 has, it's, it has impacted in a, in a negative way. It has impacted it, but it started before that. True. That that, that, that just really kicked it in. But you're right. It's, this has been going on for a long time. Yeah. But that's just like, I, I've noticed a difference since the yeah, pandemics, how it's just really changed. People have gotten really... Closed off. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I've noticed it. You know, I mean, I've, I've noticed it for the past 50 years, you know, plus, but... Uh, ooh, I didn't say 15 years, did I? Shh. Shh <laughs> don't say that. Oh, goodness. Anyway, let's go ahead and go with our uh, today's uh, episode on the uh, the latest review that we've got, our near-death experience. We got our near-death experience from actual individuals that come onto the show, or we uh, hold uh, you know phone conversations with these guys and, and, and let them share their experiences. And you as well, if you've got a story to share, be sure to come on the show and share it with us, you know? We can do it phone call style or whatever. It's, 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 it, it doesn't matter. We're here to, to really uh, work with you, and we'd love to hear it. We're fascinated with this stuff, by the way. Yeah, so it's definitely. And we pull from the uh, NDERF site, in, N-D-E-R-F website, dot org website. Yes. And they absolutely. have lots of experiences there that you can go on and read as well. Absolutely. In fact, the, this next clip we're fixing to play is actually from the NDERF site, you know, Dr. Jeffrey and uh, those guys over there. These are actual medical real life experiences yeah dr jeffrey long yes mm-hmm. yes um i guess without uh further ado why don't we go ahead and just uh get this first clip going i'm looking at the clock there and uh that's a pretty long one so i think we need to go ahead and get it started because let's roll it let's do it okay all right and we are rolling i made a pact with god to take me in a major heart attack i had been suffering physically and emotionally most of my life The suffering got worse after being struck by a hit-and-run taxi while on my bicycle in September 2003, which led to severe surgeries and illnesses for about nine years. I knew I was dying. At the start of the third month of weaning myself off of about 15 prescription drugs, I was in strong seizures. I arrived to the hospital on March 6 and had severe seizures after I was taken off of the feeding tube on March 7. I had my profound NDE at about 2 a.m., 
on the late night of March 8th and early morning of the 9th, 2012. I recall the seizure coming, and I prepared by wrapping my wrists and ankles with sheets so my body would not flail so much and frighten others. It was okay for me to die. I was tired of being so ill and I knew I was to die. The seizure began as I finished the last wrapping of my ankles, and I went out. I am in a short void of what appears to be silver gray, very light gray. Then I see that I am standing on a ground that is not earth. I know I have just passed to the other side. I am raptured by the diamond-like ground, with what looks to be quartz crystal, white marble and even something that appears to be see-through glass. On the majority of the ground, there were protruding diamonds that stood tall, smooth, and glistened so much that I did not want to take my eyes away from this ground. Being the very curious person I had always been by nature, I looked up to see what else was there. To my left, I saw a huge crystal blue sky, a beautiful waterfall, with some vibrant green grass around its edges. I saw a huge, stone gate that led to what I believed was Heaven's Gate. I looked how far this gate extended, and it appeared to morph into forever. I then heard a voice talking to me. It was the sound of a boom of authority and sweet loving kindness at the same time. It said, you are here because you have come to me often. I immediately knew all the prayers I had ever prayed had paid off. I had prayed constantly as a child, pre-teen, and teen of severe physical and emotional abuses, and at times depression. I was in a garden of heaven that was at the foot of the entry gate, my body was with a high fever this particular day, and had been iced in the hospital several times to bring my fever down. In my NDE, I observed the gate to heaven and the narrow golden, chiseled path that led to it. I saw the different ground under the path which was not the large diamond-like ground I was standing in. I was picked up by an angel by the back of my body and taken to the waterfall. I was laid at the foot of the waterfall. The most minuscule touch of my left little finch touched the water that was not really water, it looked like gel with the diamond-like colors emanating from it. I felt my fever immediately leave my body. I was then picked up by this angel and brought back to where I had been standing. I saw my maternal grandmother to my right. She was with three other relatives that I recognize. To my left is my paternal grandmother and three relatives on my father's side who I recognize. My father seemed to want my attention and moved from the maternal side to the paternal side. Nobody was smiling and I thought, I am going to have a harsh judgment from God. I can take it, I am here in the garden and I will take any judgment and accept all my sins as a choice I made when I could have done better. Maybe God will understand what I went through while alive. After greeting my relatives and knowing I had serious work to do with being judged, I stood very straight and tall like a soldier. There was a huge orb of the glistening eye of God that was hovering in front of me. It was so large and filled with the light of diamonds and bright white. I said, I am ready. I know I did bad things. You can judge me now. This huge orb of light, the glistening eye of God, told me to be still. It then told me to turn my head and look to my right. In a millisecond, my head was already looking to the right. I saw several blue human-like beings, with auras of yellow coming out from their heads, shoulders, and bodies. Immediately, I thought that we had all passed away at the same time, and that I was holding up people in the line to be judged. 
After judgment I would eventually enter that gate and I wanted to enter it very much. I turned my head to the glisten of the eye, and said, I am holding up the line. The glisten then poured an indescribable amount of its white diamond Ike light onto me. The light was all love, only love, and pure love. It repeated, be still, you belong to me. It then told me to turn to my left. I was then immediately looking to my left. I saw the same human-like beings of beautiful blue. There were rows and rows and hundreds of them. I again said to the glistening eye of God, I am holding up the line. The glistening eye of God said again, be still. I was showered with more light from it and it was all love, pure, pure love. I could feel my body was erect, tall, and not diseased like on earth. Again, the orb told me to look to my right. Again, I am looking to my right and I hear for my T, look closer. I then saw for the first time that these are humans I may have known or some I had met. I was then told that I would meet some of these people in the front rows. I saw that they were all made of a sturdy membrane that outlined their entire bodies. The membrane glowed the yellow aura, and the people were all water, like a bathtub filled with pure water. I gave a slight wave of acknowledgement that they were water was registered as I answered in telepathy that I now understood who these water beings were. The orb seemed to be pleased and then I said again, you can judge me now. Maybe you did not like when I said that I did bad things. I will change my wording to I did wrong things. This huge glistening eye of God then showered me with more healing light, said more things to me, and repeated, be still. I was not sure why I am not being judged. I wanted so much to walk through that gate ahead of me, I could hear the activity behind that huge gate to heaven. The glistening eye of God then showed me for a minute or two what was beyond the gate to heaven. They were beautiful souls, all talking about us on earth, and how to help us. The first thing I witnessed was an oval table of light. These souls were talking about individuals because I heard comments like, she and he need, we have this in place for her, and him. The next table was larger and those souls talked in a way that I understood that they were helping groups. The third table of light had more souls around it and they also spoke about groups and I could sense strongly the seriousness at that table. All I wanted was to be able to start my walk into heaven and do whatever job was waiting for me. I had always said to God, I am so worthless, and if you let me in heaven, I will sweep the floors forever and ever. My attention was brought back to where I was still standing on the diamond-like ground. Even with all that I had been shown, I still say to the glistening eye of God, I am taking up time, and someone to talk with you. I had heard some of the blue human beings in the right front row tell me that they could not hear what the large orb of light was saying. I look at my right and left, saw my relatives smiling, just a little. I believed that I would now be allowed in. At this moment, I am filled with anticipation that the judgment must be good. When I start walking down that little golden path toward the gate to heaven, I heard by telepathy and I contact, when my relatives were saying to me that I am doing fine. Suddenly, the huge white orb of the glistening eye of God dims, and a huge golden yellow orb comes out from its right. I immediately sense that IT is the light of Jesus. I am bathed in this golden yellow light and healed, and healed, and healed even more. I cannot speak. It tells me, I love you. Its rays touched my body, and I thought I would somehow be transported up those rays. 
They touched me, and then the golden yellow orb went back into the first huge white orb, the glistening eye of God. A stone ledge then came out of the sky, and a moving art drawing of my life is presented to me, then another, and another. I was having a life review. The drawings, where I was moving in them, were showing me that I was kind to people at different ages of my life. The first moving drawing was me, at about two years of age, chasing a butterfly that was teasing me to chase it. I was giggling and having fun playing with this butterfly. I had a pinafore edge dress on, and I was in a park, running with delight of being a little girl. I look at my maternal grandmother and paternal grandmother. They are smiling a little more now, and I feel I have been made as ready as possible. I feel both my grandmothers raise their arms to lightly guide me to start walking down the golden path. Everything goes into a void-like second, though I see silver-gray essence of some sort. I looked up and saw the bright white, glistening eye of God once again. I watched it leave, like a balloon slowly drifting away into space. It tells me one last thing I hear audibly, like an everyday human talking, continue to do what you have been doing. I believed it meant that I had been doing a good job of being a passed-over soul. It disappears as I follow all ITS light. I see it as it leaves completely, and I am staring at the ceiling of my hospital room. I immediately felt two opposite human feelings at the very same time. I was fully aware that they were opposites, something I had not experienced before or had forgotten if I had. These feelings were that of complete grief that I had been allowed into the garden of heaven and was in joy. It was a new joy that I had never felt in this lifetime. I knew I had just experienced something phenomenal and extraordinary. The following weeks were filled with my telling everyone I knew what had happened. I have not stopped talking about this NDE. It is my joy, it is my new life, it is my gift and the reason I want to live. Simply to share the story that we are so incredibly made and loved by the all there is, love, God. And we are back. That's a nice one there, Miss Daphne. Uh, any comments on that one? Yes, it is. It's a very nice one. You know, at the, the very end of it, you know, she it was a gift to her to share her experience with others. Yeah. And that's that's always something that I like to hear from these experiences that it's changed something in their life to share with others, to help others, you know, a life lesson for them to change something in their own life. So that's always really good to hear. It is. It is. And, and I believe that's part of the main reason people have these. Uh, you know, I would say oh, it is definitely. always the reason. But in most cases, it's it's for a reason why people have these experiences. And it does, you know, affect them in a more constructive way. Exactly. Exactly. So my first thing is, and you hear this in so many of these accounts, they knew they were dying. Uh-huh. The physical body, they knew the physical body was dying. And I believe everybody, you know, if, if you're going that route, you're going to have some kind of sense. You know, unless you were just like taken out automatically, boom, bam, you didn't know. That's one thing. Um, however, you know, in certain situations, we hear that so much that, you know, you have some kind of sense. Or you, you the body knows or the mind knows, the consciousness mm-hmm. knows that you're getting ready to. We're getting ready to transition. ready to transition. Yeah. Yeah. She ends up in a, a void. A silvery gray void. A silvery void. gray instead of a black. So yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And, she, and the ground, she realized it wasn't the earth, that she was on the other side. And 
talking about the crystals, quartz, and the diamond crown and things like that. And the see-through um, glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very interesting. Just it reminded me of the um, in in the beginning, like in the Bible, where they talk about the pearly gates of heaven, the the roads and of uh, the different colors and streets of different colors of jewels. It's kind of what it reminded me of in the beginning, but. Um, it was diamond and clear glass with the quartz and stuff. Yeah, a heavenly, which is definitely a heavenly uh, yeah, scene for sure. Definitely. Well, and then but, she looks off in the distance and um, sees heaven's gate. A big gate. A big waterfall and blue sky and mm-hmm. you know. So the gate when she it says when she was looking at the gate that she heard this voice of authority and kindness at the same time. Um, that says you are here because you came to me often. Right. Think about that. She associated that that to her prayer life. Exactly. Right. That's that's kind of like what I picked up on it as well. So she had a good relationship with Source. She also noticed the narrow, golden, chiseled path. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In the the garden. In the garden, yes, yes, yes. in the garden. And then... But the one thing I, th- I thought was interesting about the the gate that she saw off in the distance, she knew that it led off to forever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's interesting. It is. I mean, this says she was picked up by an angel and taken to the waterfall. Yeah, but it wasn't like water. It was almost it was like more a like gel. gel. Yeah, that was diamond really... sparkling kind of thing, you know. But a healing. Yes, and yeah. then she looked to the right and saw what the greeting party, yeah. the family. Yeah, on the. Maternal, maternal, uh huh, on the right, and then it said she looked to the left, and then she saw all of her fathers, the so grandmothers, never, yeah, uh, paternal on the left side. But the, uh, one thing she said was no one was smiling, so the greeting party was there, but they weren't smiling. So she was a bit concerned yeah, that she that, that she was going to have a harsh judgment. I don't know if that would be actually a greeting party, though. Right. Well, exactly. If you look at it like that, I think because she was already greeted, she was already there, and now she's already taken sure. over to the waterfall. I think it's. Just it, a deceased loved one. It ties in. Maybe that's leading up to her life review, maybe. Yeah. Because she knew something was going on when she saw them. and But like you said, nobody was smiling. So that would be kind of uncomfortable, you know, I would think. If you see all your family there and nobody's smiling. Was... Right. And that's why she said she she felt she was going to have a harsh judgment. Yeah. Oh, it starts to get good here in a minute. It's really yeah. uh, It moves me this next part coming up. So, um yeah, so seriously about her, you know, being judged. Now this orb that she's calling the Eye of God, orb of light, yeah, yeah, beautiful orb. And um, she says, "I'm ready." Um, you know, I did what I did, and uh, you can judge me now. And uh, the voice came out of the orb and says, "Look to the right." Be still and look to the right. Be still and look to the right. And what does she see when she looked to the right? Blue. Human-like beings hmm. with yellow light. aura, with auras. yellow auras, yeah. Um, interesting. But very interesting that that human-like, though. witness not necessarily humans were were they? I mean, I'm guessing. No, she said human-like. human-like yeah. Or so that it? was interesting. That the blue light again with the mix of the yellow on the aura. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. So now this orb had poured love light all over her. Yeah, she said the light was only love. Yeah, so here it is. She's, she was expecting judgment and harsh, 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 yeah, criticism. Judgment, like, yeah, like the churches teach, you know, and right. she says, you know, that she did bad or did, you know, wrong. And I think that's a good tip right there. That's a good nugget if we all can start looking at the things we've done in our lives. 
um, as, you know, instead of the things that we did bad, how about we just change that word bad to wrong? You know, the things that we did that were wrong, wrong choices. But we, you know, we made wrong choices. Exactly. Yeah. Not that you are a bad person. You know, we got to get rid of that because the, the source doesn't look at all of us like that. And I, would, I wouldn't even say wrong choices. I would just say poor choices. Well, poor choices. Yeah, that's good. You know, words are powerful. Words are, they are. They're magical. So they yeah. really, really are. Yeah, I've, yes. I've made some really, some really poor choices, you know, or. Yeah. Really have a not so good choices, or so there's there's ways of saying things, you know, but Without just condemning the, yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so now the, the source is there pouring all of this love over her, and she's ready to be judged. And what it says, "Be still, you belong to me." Okay. That think about that. She's waiting to get judged, and he just wants to pour out the love. Yeah, totally opposite of what the religions teach. Teach. Yes. Totally you know, you, opposite. Yeah says that um and then it said to look again to the left and when she had looked to the left there was more humans yeah a lot more and they had that kind of that yellow aura as well but it says she continued to be showered um showered as love and pure love mm-hmm. but the same human when she was looking to the left the uh, same human like blue beings Mm-hmm. But she said there was many of them, a lot, lot more of them on that side. Yep. So that was interesting that there was more of them over there on the other side. Uh-huh. And then she was told to look to the right again, and she saw even more people. But this one's, uh, but these had like a membrane kind of glow, and they were like what she water. would call water beings. Yeah. But Think about that. she and knew the, them all. And it was telepathic, too. Yes, that's what I was going to say, too. Telepathic communication. We see that all the time yeah. as well. Uh, and it said, more healing light, mm-hmm. not judged. Right. And that's what the churches teaches the condemnation. And that's what she was expecting was that judgment and condemnation. But she did not get it. Just no. only love. No. So this eye of God or had showed um, what was behind that gate. It says that there were all talking about how to make things a lot of a lot of different beings were talking about how to make things better on earth would you comment on that please right yeah i i that's what i was i had wrote down as well as beyond the gate she saw more human-like beings in there but they were all talking about us on earth is what she said and that and how to help us. That's the part I like right there. So they're, they're, how they're, to help us, how to make things better. But think about this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to lose your thought. But. No. Yeah. That just reminds me of so many of the stories that we've already heard. Plus the uh, Remember book that I just finished reading. It talks about they are there to help us and assist us and ready and willing to help. All we have to do is ask. Yeah. One of the challenges to go with that thought from what I'm understanding is what people are doing. Is we have been visited by these beings since day one. Yeah. The angelic, the spiritual, these other beings that we don't know what they are, who they are. But now, in the past century, especially in the past 50 years, um, now I'd even go with as far technology? as 50 to 80 years, 80 to 100 years. Um, how, you know, like the aliens, they, they've always had these stories of these, these beings coming and they're always here to warn us always here to help us. They're here to, hey, let us know if you guys keep going the way you're going, you're going to end up wiping your own race out, you know, humanity. <laughs> so we've, we've had stories of beings coming here to help us, to warn us, to teach us things. But 
we are conditioned in our government and everything is, is we is, is to try to get some kind of military to destroy these beings. Mm-hmm. And we've destroyed a lot of them, shot them out of the air back in the day, and, and all these things are taking place even today. So there are beings trying to communicate with us, but instead of us accepting that love and that guidance that they're wanting to give us, we're fighting them. We're trying to destroy them. We're trying to kill them. We're trying to take them in and right. incarcerate them, interrogate them. And, you know, how are we going to grow? How are we going to progress? How, how are we going to get that from that other side? Unless you, kind of like you mentioned earlier, you're going to have to take that step yourself as an individual and reach out and make that connection with the higher the higher beings self, the higher stuff like beings, that. You have yeah. to do that yourself. Don't wait on the government to do it or the world to do it. It's going to take every single one of us as individuals to let our, our own light shine. Exactly. You've got to get your light shining. Once your light shines, then you can burn bright. That's right. The next one can do theirs and do theirs. That's what it's going to take. Unity, yeah. And that's what I was saying earlier is the even the technology that we have now, you're seeing more and more evidence of that supernatural happening around the world. And oh, there, yeah. there's beauty in that. I mean, there's all kinds of videos out there on this topic, you know. So if you're interested in it, just research it. It's really amazing to see some of these these uh, videos that I, that are out there. Yeah, something is definitely going on. So now back to the subject at hand here. Now, uh, that, that, that one group was talking about how to make things better on Earth. Now, it's talked about the oval table of light. And it, actually, yeah. there was like three different tables, I think she had mentioned. But right. There were different souls at each one, really discussing different things. Discussing things about how to, you know, help help the groups out, you know. Right. Okay. And the diamond light ground, of course, was still the same. So I've got here um, blue humans that uh, could not hear what the orb was saying. Um, you remember when she said that? She said that she was exactly. communicating with the orb, and the humans were over there looking at her, but, but they, they didn't know what was being said. Correct. They couldn't really hear. So that t- telepathically, it was that. You know, nobody could hear around, but they, it was between yeah. the orb and her. And it just reminds me of the different accounts that you hear of the unity of the communication that you can single out the the from the collective. So apparently the eye of God had singled her out that nobody else could hear. So that yeah. that's very interesting because you hear so many times of the collective consciousness of, of, and communication with everyone there. But she was having a singular experience with the uh orb absolutely the orb, yeah. and then right in and then next after that it shifts over to a, a telepathic uh between her um parents and herself and they said that you were doing fine you know she said it was you know telepathic and uh they let her know she was doing fine but then this gets interesting check this out it says that the golden yellow orb came out of the eye the golden uh, the uh, a golden yellow orb came out of the eye or the orb, mm-hmm. and uh, she says here the golden light of Jesus. What she called Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it was healing her. Yeah, it was healing her from its own light. Think about that. That was beautiful. That golden light that came out of that other light. Right, and just reminds me of the blue beings with that golden light. It could be that that that, that level of uh, the two combined. Wow. Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Um, now, then it says it goes into the life review. I yeah, thought this like was a pretty big interesting. Stone, marble like. Yeah, and then it says like m- moving drawings. 
She saw her life like in drawings. Yeah. Think about that. that but they is, were moving, just moving drawings and, you know, going through the good and the bad in her life. Yeah. You know, it, it's amazing that each each account of the life review is different for each individual. Um, but hers is interesting that it's on a stone and it's drawings. Yeah. And hers is, has been all um, earthly, um, like quartz and and. Symbolism. Diamonds and glass. So hers is more of a marble stones and stuff. So uh, yeah. that that's interesting that her drawings took her first to her childhood memory while she was interacting with a butterfly. In the park, yeah. Yeah. That's so sweet. Then it says that the grandmothers at this time started to guide her. And as the orb had started to drift away, um, it said to continue doing what you've been doing. Exactly, yeah. That's got to be great to get that from source now, and it tells you, you're doing good. You're doing right. good. Right, and really think about this now for a minute because she, she went there expecting a harsh and critical judgment. Yeah, so that, that had to have just really helped her in so many ways. Which is a clue for all of us. Exactly, yes. Everybody's done bad. Let your light shine, baby. <laughs> Let your light shine. That's right. So now we're back in the hospital. Okay, and uh, she said at this time she was experiencing the opposites of um, just being in that place of joy and love and well, bliss, and then fully the aware grief. of the two different ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you got the grief of like, oh God, why do I have to come back here after I was there, and why did I get sent back? And we hear that a lot. We hear that a lot. So, mm-hmm. and she said she her purpose after that was just to keep on telling others her story without stopping. Yeah, and like I like I said earlier, she looked at it as her gift. She called it my gift. And here's what the gift is, and we're gonna we're gonna close with the actual gift that she gave us, and we're gonna give this gift to you guys, and I'm gonna we'll quote it with this right here, and we'll wrap it up with that. Here's the gift. She said that the source told her, and this is for all of you guys out there, that we are so incredibly made and are all loved by God or source. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you out there, those listening. I'm going to change the we to you, okay? You are so incredibly made, and you are so loved by Source. Exactly, yes. There's, there's the beauty. message that she brought back that everybody needs to know. Yes. Know and that you are loved. You hear that in so many of the channels as well that that are doing the channeling from from the other side, saying you are so loved, dearly loved ones, it's all beloved love. ones. We are love. We are the ones that tear ourselves down. We are the ones that belittle ourselves and hurt ourselves. And each other. And and each other. So, yeah, we've got these, the other side, the spiritual side of us, our higher self that knows that we are love. But we've chosen to not acknowledge that. That's right. We'd rather condemn ourselves than love ourselves. And me, I'm trying to love myself as much as I can and everyone else lately because just these experiences has really been a, a major eye-opener for me in my Absolutely. spirituality. If you can get one nugget out of all of these, these are coming from the other side. Exactly. That's where your, your gold is. That's where your nuggets, that's where your life nuggets, life lessons are going to be hidden at. In, those, in the higher self. In uh, yeah. those other beings from the other side, you know, yes. whether it be the source itself. Right. Whether it be you know the source appearing as Jesus or uh, whatever you know, deity another, you want, <laughs> another very spiritual being, you know Vishnu yes. or, or uh, 
Shiva, I mean, Buddha, Lao Tzu, I mean, whoever you choose to, to have that higher authority, if you have to have that. So we're always growing, always growing. Well, good. With that thought in mind, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. We uh, are so grateful for everyone coming out and listening to us on the podcast today. Again, if you uh, any more further information uh, you're looking forward to, go over to the nde.world website. And uh, if you got a story, we'd love to hear it. Contact us, and we'd uh, bring you on the show and let you share your story with us. Yes, most definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. So any final comments, Miss Daphne? Grow, be happy, have joy. Be kind and share that with others. Yeah, don't worry. Be, be happy. happy. <laughs> <laughs> we love you all. And may peace be with you. Until next time. Y'all let your light shine. For more information about the NDE World Podcast, visit nde.world. That's nde.world.com.